I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which this work was developed and is presented. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the Community Library, a podcast, book club and discussion space. I'm your host, Angowry Rice. And I'm Bonnie Brown. (laughs) 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 And welcome to this week's mini-sode. You might remember Bonnie from the very first episode of this podcast. We talked about the never-ending story and we are back talking about female friendships this time in books specifically. How did you go with finding books with strong female friendships? I actually struggled a bit. Like when you when you said to me, I want to do something on female friendships, I was like, sure, easy. All the books I read about are about like strong women and have strong female protagonists. And then I went away and I was like, all those books, either they have a male best friend or it's a love story and it never focuses on female friendships. And then I was like scrambling for books. And I'm like, the thing I learned is I have to go and like specifically read more books about female friendships. Yes, yeah, for sure. I kind of had the same struggle, but I managed to find a few. We each have like four or five books to talk about today. Um, And they're all books that we've read and enjoy and like the female friendships in them. Before we get to this, I start off every mini-sode with talking about what I'm currently reading. So what are you currently reading? I'm reading a book called Why Art Matters by Neil Gaiman, and it's illustrated by Chris Riddell, who is the only man I ever talk about. Um, And it's uh, sort of a series of quite short essays that are fully illustrated about why reading matters and why art matters. I should lend it to you. You would enjoy it. It is beautiful and like why we should all be creating art, even if it's no one listens to it, no one cares about it, we should still create it because it's what makes life good. That sounds awesome. Wow, yeah. I'm currently reading four different books. (laughs) (laughs) However, I'm recording this like immediately after another mini-sode where I just talked about the same books, but I've added a new one on. So I'm just going to talk about the new one that I've started reading. I've started reading Watch Us Rise by Renee Watson and Ellen Hagen. And depending on when this episode airs, this will be a um, discussion book. And I'm loving it so far. I loved it so much that one of the parts in this book actually made me tear up. Like I was reading it thinking... I haven't cried at a book in a very, very long time. And yeah, it was really like hit me hard, hit me right in the feels. So do you want to start by talking about your first book? No pressure. No pressure. Um, okay. The, this is the first book that came to my mind when you kind of mentioned the idea of female friendships. Matilda by Roald Dahl, which might seem a bit weird but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the female friendship is between Miss Honey and Matilda, which might be a bit controversial, seeing as there's <laughs> a big age gap. Well, we're starting off controversial. I know, but but no, I think that their relationship is inherently a friendship, and I think Matilda is intellectually a lot older than she is, but Miss Honey is kind of suspended in her childhood through the kind of reign of Miss Trunchbull, and I think the thing that I love about their friendship is 
it's just about accepting and like nourishing the other person and being like, oh, you've been isolated. I'm going to give you love and I'm going to support you so that you can grow as a person and like come out of this not so great part of your life. And I remember reading it and being like, oh, I want I want to have someone in my life like that who just like supports me and accepts me when things are not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they like bring out the best in each other. Oh, I know. But, th- but they do. And I like how they both, they help each other to move on. Matilda gives Miss Honey the strength to kind of banish the Trunchbull from her life. Mm-hmm. And Miss Honey gives Matilda the strength to or gives Matilda the opportunity to start another life away from her horrible parents what a beautiful story I know it really is it makes me so happy (laughs) (laughs) good good choice good first choice my first pick for a book with strong female friendships is it's kind of a um series of books and I don't remember if I read all of them I definitely read a lot of them and in quick succession (laughs) um (laughs) And that is the series Confessions of Georgia Nicholson by Louise Renison. And the first book, which is possibly the most popular because it was also made into a movie, is Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. I read this at a time where I was like the same age as Georgia Nicholson in the book. I loved this book so much. It's told in diary format. So you just kind of follow her through her life and her school and boyfriends and friends. And she has a really solid friendship group and there are about six girls in this friendship group I think and she also has her best friend Jazz. It's just so sweet because they end up dating brothers (laughs) and so (laughs) you have like the two best friends dating brothers and it's really cute and their friendship is I think very realistic because they get into a lot of petty arguments and fights. It's really cute and very fun and you know there are times where they just like stop talking to each other and they're like I'm not I don't like you anymore I'm not talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's a very realistic depiction of what it's like to have a strong friendship group and a strong best friend during high school and like the ups and downs that come with that. My next pick is a graphic novel that I loved with my whole heart called Roller Girl by Victoria Jameson. It follows a girl and I think she's just starting middle school or it's like the summer between. She wants to go to roller derby camp but her best friend goes to ballet camp. So she's kind of like struggling with her best friend kind of changing into a different person and herself changing into a different person but she goes and she starts learning how to play roller derby which I love because I play roller derby. Um, And she's surrounded by all these like really powerful women and she's not so good to begin with, but she like keeps trying and she meets a girl named Zoe, who is also kind of just starting out, who's obsessed with Hugh Jackman. (laughs) And they- Is Australian? No, it's not. She's just obsessed with Hugh Jackman. I mean, are we all? I know. And it kind of follows them on one hand like learning this sport and like getting better and um but also like experimenting with their own like identity and self-image going into a new part of their life and they form this really nice friendship that's just about like trying new things and loving each other in the end the friend who went to ballet camp they kind of reconcile and they're like oh it's okay that we're a bit different we can still be kind to each other and we can still be friends so I I really liked that it wasn't about like oh that's my bad old friend and here's my cool new friend like Mm -hmm. it was more about 
things happen and people change, but you can still be kind and there can still be friendship there. And like, even though obviously those changes are hard and it feels like, oh my God, I'm never ever gonna be friends with this person again. Like Mm -hmm. you will be and humans are really good at connecting to other humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My next pick is slightly more uh, sad and (laughs) dark. Um, And that is Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. This is more of an adult's book, uh, kind of a mystery, and it was turned into a very popular miniseries starring Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Shailene Woodley, and Zoe Kravitz, and Laura Dern. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't watch that? But the, the book itself is set in Sydney's northern suburbs. It kind of looks at adult friendships and more nuanced friendship groups and how that's affected by children and families and ex-husbands and step families and it's kind of more complicated than childhood friendships because when you're kids I think it can seem very straightforward oh we're in the same class we're Mm going to be best friends but the thing that I really liked about the friendships in this book is that the two main characters Madeline and Celeste so that's Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman (laughs) um, they are very kind and welcoming to the new young single mother who comes to town and you know there's lots of drama that happens with that but initially they are very open and nice and it's just sweet something I really loved that I think they really made very important prevalent Mm. in the miniseries is the way that all the women come together at the end and how like without spoiling it they are forced to not become friends but become friendly with one another due to a dramatic event that happens I like the fact that they all stand with each other in the end and I think that's a really cool thing and it was just like just watching the miniseries where they're all you know standing together I'm like yes you guys are the best (laughs) can can I be friends with you all right um my next book is The Wolves of Willoughby Chase by Joan Aiken which is the book I was named after actually wait and your middle name is Matilda I know I don't think I was named after Matilda but I would like to be (laughs) um So it kind of follows the adventures of cousins, Sylvia and Bonnie Green. um, That's you. Oh, and Green and Brown. I know, how weird. Uh, Sylvia comes to stay with Bonnie after their parents go away on a boat thing. (laughs) I haven't read it in a while. And it's about them. They have a really awful, I think, governess. That's like a nanny who teaches you things. Yeah. 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 Who like is awful to them and then they get sent to an orphanage and there's secret tunnels and it's about them kind of banding together and making it work and getting back and you know saving the day um and it's just full of like twists and turns and all those exciting adventure things and there's wolves um but it's really nice because they're they're quite different bonnie is a lot more outspoken and rowdy and temporary and not like you at all not like me at all (laughs) and sylvia is a little bit more like contained and quiet i remember reading it and being like oh i want a secret tunnel like i want to have these cool adventures with my best friend i was also named after it so i can't not mention it or my mum would kill me (laughs) but no it is a really good book and i think it was written quite a while ago i don't know the year history (laughs) were your sisters named after book characters as well no so 
Millie's name is Amelia, but they only named her Amelia because they wanted to call her Millie, but they were like, we can't just have Bonnie and Millie. So they named her Amelia, but always with the intention of calling her Millie. And they liked it because it reminded them of like a 1920s flapper girl. So she's not named after a specific person, but just an idea. And then Esther, one of the contributing factors is Judy Garland's character in Meet Mints and Louie. I, I have the most special name. <laughs> I was named after a book. And mum like decided when she first read it when she was like a kid. And she was like, I love that name. I want to name my kid that name. So my next pick is a new book that I love a lot and that I've been talking about a lot. <laughs> um, and it is Moxie by Jennifer Matthew. So Moxie follows the story of Vivian who starts a feminist zine at her school anonymously. And she distributes this zine anonymously um, because she wants to combat the sexist values and rules that her school upholds. Honestly, like, I wish that I had read this when I was in year nine. Mm. And it makes me happy that there are kids in school now who are reading that and are, like, being inspired to create something like that. The friendships in this, so Vivian has a really nice friendship group and she has her best friend, Claudia. But the other thing that I like about their friendship group is that it's not clicky. So they Mm. also like they know girls from other friendship groups and they're friends with them and like say hi to each other. And it's not super exclusive, which I like. And then a new girl comes to school called Lucy. And Lucy is a lot more outspoken about feminism than Claudia or Vivian or any of her friends like she's very strong and outspoken and that inspires Vivian Mm. and so they form a friendship and meanwhile you know Claudia feels a bit neglected you know amongst other things it's a story of a girl figuring out friendships and relationships and learning how to maintain old friendships but also cultivate new friendships it's not a fixed Mm. exclusive friendship group it's you know always changing and Yeah, it's sweet. My next book is called Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit by Jeanette Winterson. And it's a semi-autobiographical novel that follows the protagonist Jeanette's life. She has like a really like evangelical Christian mother and it follows her like growing up and her relationship with religion and sexuality. And she's quite isolated and becomes sort of an outcast as the novel goes on. The one person who kind of shows her love and kindness and acceptance is this elderly woman at the church called Elsie Norris, who like protects her and nurtures her. And and it's a really beautiful relationship because where Jeanette is kind of isolated in this world that is controlled by religion, Elsie, who buys into that religion and is, is a spiritual person, brings her literature and kind of enriches her life in a three-dimensional way. I mean, it really taught me that you can have people in your life or like friends in your life who come from like an unexpected place. Like this is a, at the beginning of the book, like she's a six year old girl and here's this elderly woman who comes and like shows her the world and is, becomes one of her closest friends just through giving her more to think about than her current world. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a really beautiful example of the power of acceptance and like standing up for the people you love and care about. Yeah. It's really, really beautiful. My next pick is classic. Um, Emma by Jane Austen. This is, I've said this many a time. This is one of my favorite books of all time. Emma kind of has lots of interesting relationships with 
women in this book. She has her friend Harriet. And if you've seen Clueless, which is based on Emma. So if you think of Clueless, think of the friendship between Cher and Ty. Um, and that is an adaptation of the relationship between Emma and Harriet. So it's not a very healthy relationship because Emma kind of sees it as her educating this oh poor young poor girl who doesn't know anything and she discourages her from getting together with the man that she loves and eventually Emma learns and like she realizes her mistake but initially it's not a healthy friendship but I think it's an interesting one and I think Emma learns from it and the healthy relationship female friendship in there is one between Emma and her ex-governess um miss taylor who becomes mrs weston when she marries i really like that friendship because mrs weston is a bit older and she loves emma like a mother but also just tells her when to like (laughs) step in line (laughs) and she's very supportive and nice and caring and loving but it's more healthy because mrs weston isn't swayed by emma's opinions Mm. she will say oh i don't think so i think you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) which i like it's It's very important to just not have friends who are like oh my god yes i agree with everything which is what happens with harriet in kind of the first half of the book yeah i think that book is full of really interesting dynamics between the women do you have one more yeah anne of green gables by lm montgomery it's a bit of a classic when she moves there, Anne meets Diane Barry, who I think is her neighbour. They live mm-hmm. close to each other. They become bosom friends. So best friends and they hold each other in their hearts. Um, and the thing that I love about their friendship is Anne is... She's a dramatic queen. <laughs> like she, But she goes on just these tangents about how much she loves Diane and like really like loves their friendships and cherishes it. And they have this really intimate friendship and they like share locks of each other's hair and stuff i i really like that it it depicts a friendship that's a little bit more intimate than that would usually be in a book but in that setting it is normal and because i think it's in my life it's true i have more intimate relationships with some of my friends or like just different friendships with people like different people give you different things there's not a clear line between what is friendship and what is romantic necessarily or what is like too intimate for a friendship it's complicated and so i really liked that there was a friendship that was like so intense and so intimate and so loving and beautiful that's still a friendship between two young girls because i like i i feel that i've had friendships that are so intense and so like you're so intertwined with each other but it's it's a platonic friendship but it, it has that same kind of like soulmate feel as like a romantic relationship where you're so like in entangled with each other my last pick is the prime of miss jean Brodie by muriel spark and this was written in the 60s and it follows a teacher called miss jean Brodie, and she plays favorites like to the extreme <laughs> and she has a group of about six girls i think five or six girls who are her set and they're called the Brody set and she has unusual teaching methods um nothing like weird or creepy but it's just it's just a little more intimate than a teacher-student relationship yeah, should yeah. be 
The book is quite short, but it's told out of order. So you don't know when something happened. And you know kind of in the first 50 pages that somebody betrayed Miss Jean Brodie and said these are her strange teaching methods that are perhaps not ethical and that caused her to get fired or something. Mm. So you're trying to figure out who betrayed her. It's interesting because these girls um, who were so close when they were younger you follow them throughout their lives and like see what happened to them and see which ones stayed close and it's a very character driven novel Mm. and I remember really enjoying it and the friendships and dynamics between the women are very interesting and nuanced. (laughs) And then I guess I have a bonus one, (laughs) which is like shameless self-promotion. The Women in Black by Madeline Sinjin, which was um, adapted into a movie in 2018 called Ladies in Black. It's a great movie. (laughs) And Gary might feature in it a little bit, like it's just a like short cameo. Yeah, like it's just, just a tiny bit. Just a it. tiny bit. I might be a little bit biased, <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, the book that the film was based on, it's a beautifully written book. It's just all about the women, and they are work colleagues, but they're also friends. And mm. there are two older women who work in ladies' cocktails um, with Lisa, and they kind of. They're a little mean and standoffish at the start, but then they're really sweet and kind and they all form an odd friendship with one another and they help each other out. So Lisa forms a friendship with Magda, who's an immigrant from Slovenia, and she's working in um, model gowns. Mm. And they become friends and Magda kind of takes Lisa under her wing and... Their relationship is really nice because kind of similar to the one in Oranges Are Not Only Oranges are not, Oranges are Not the Only Fruit. She Magda introduces things to Lisa that she never thought about before, like kind of the world of poetry, literature, art, culture, fashion. And it's really nice how they they kind of share knowledge and they um they become friends and it's really it's really sweet. It's a very nice loving relationship that's all we have let us know if you have read any books that have strong female friendships that you would recommend i would be very interested to know you can tweet me at angari rice bonnie do you have anything to plug i do my dad and my younger sister have their own podcast it's called yonks ago where they go through a bit of history about people who lived Yonks ago. Um, and currently they're chronicling the life of Ned Kelly. It's really funny. They're way funnier than I am. <laughs> like, But yeah, check it out. Podcast platform of choice. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. You can also rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can follow the community library on Instagram at the underscore community underscore library. And you can use the hashtag the community library on Instagram or Twitter. The podcast artwork is designed by Ashley Running. You can look at more of her work at ashleyronning.com or you can go to helio-press.com. That's dash the symbol. Once again, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out, Bonnie, again. Thank you. Anytime. I love it. (laughs) And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. 
I saw a really cool helicopter which had like a, like massive wheels. I was so confused. It looked like a tricycle with a helicopter. <laughs> Maybe sometimes I don't know, they like, just want to roll along the ground. I know. I was like, I and then I was like, do I know what a helicopter looks like? Like, is that normal? They usually have like those, yeah, the, yeah those, those things. Slidey things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was weird. Uh, what was I saying? Anne of Green Gables.